The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone, and wow, talk about the concept of somebody creating tools. I'm so excited about our guest today. You know, one of the things that we focus on often is spiritual social activism. In other words, we've kind of evolved from a world that works for everyone to, that's a nice concept, but let's go deeper. Let's go into a world that works through everyone. What does that mean? Nothing headsy. It means that each and every one of us is called with a passion to do something, I'm so thrilled today that we have John Scarina on our show, uh, a major athlete, very successful, and he has created this entire program, Lion Heart Fitness Kids. Welcome to our show, John. It's such a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I... I'm just, I'm curious. I mean, here you are. There's so many directions you can go in your life with your background, your success, and your accomplishments. Um, What made you an intentional spirit and fitting in some of the norm that we see today of people just here to maximize monetary gain and whatever they can do? What is it that made you care about kids? Well, spirituality has always, always been a big part of my life. And also, also athletics, obviously. I grew up um, grew up with a very, very athletic family. Sports were a big part of our lives. And I, I went on to play professional hockey, and it was just such a part, big part of my life. And I saw the world. I met amazing people. And when I retired as a hockey player, it was, it was a natural step for me to get into coaching. My father was a coach. My brothers were coaches. And, you know, since the time I was 15 years old, I was, I was running sports camps in my community. So it was just a natural, natural step for me. Um, but when I first started coaching, I was working with older kids. So I was coaching competitive hockey with kids from about 14 to 18 years old. And I had a lot of success as a coach. Um, but kind of during that period, I took a job with a company in Los Angeles where I was living, teaching the little, little guys. So it was preschool age kids. And this company taught different sports to the, to the two to five year old age group. And for me, honestly, I considered myself a serious athlete and a serious coach. And I thought this was going to be kind of a little, babysitting job at the time to pay the bills. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then when I when I started doing it, my very first class, I was thrown in there with a group of group of ten to fifteen three year olds. And it just mm. <laughs> it just stopped me in my tracks. I you know, just the love and the and the joy and you know, just the just the joy that these kids had for playing sports, it just blew me away. And what's more was just the impact that I saw as a coach you could have on these kids and help form 
you know, the the confidence and the just helping them believe in themselves and making them feel good about what they were doing was just, it was just amazing for me. And I knew that this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to dedicate my life to, and that's, that's what I did with Lionheart. I started Lionheart um, shortly after that. And my, my big focus with Lionheart was not just to teach the fundamentals of sports because the important part with working with the young ones, you see these little guys come in and it's their first experience with sports. And a lot of times they're timid and they're hiding behind, behind their mom's leg. And just to, just to help them, just to help them be confident, you know, it was, it was so important for me. And that's, you know, that's how it all started. And for what reason, John, um, I mean, I, I believe I know, but I, I don't, I don't want to assume, um, I yeah. mean, being a Leo and all that, uh, what, is, <laughs> what is the attraction to yeah. lion heart? What, what is that? Uh, how did that, how did that vision birth for you, that name? Well, lion heart is, for me, it's all about, it's really all about confidence. That's that's very important. Teaching teaching kids to believe in themselves and have that confidence. And Lionheart to me represents that. We want every child that comes through our program to have the heart of a lion, to feel that they can accomplish anything. And that starts, I believe, from a very young age. And the first step is joy. You know, we we teach our instructors to to give that joy because love follows joy i believe so we we want we want every game every activity to be fun we want kids to enjoy what they're doing and you know it's positive reinforcement is our strongest teaching tool we just give we encourage everything they do it doesn't matter if they throw the ball a foot or a hundred feet we react the same and we just give them that that positivity and that joy and you know, it really it really brings kids out of their shells and makes them feel confident, and they'll carry that with them throughout their lives. Oh, no doubt about it. I'm I'm one of those kids that you're, you know, that you're talking about, and that is kind of the premise. Uh, just so you know, of of how we are in unity with our with our children, with instruction, whether it's art or spirituality. The intention behind every one of those ideas and ideals is that we are looking for connection rather than perfection. It's a very different uh, validating process that develops the esteem, um, you know, within uh, our youth and and our right. children. And it's it's so funny that you're that you're saying that because it's um, I'm not um, in my youth anymore. Other than I will remain forever young. But that being said, I run a board. I'm a CEO of a large organization. Everything I do, I still draw from the fact that it took nine of us to win the game. And right. um, I went through a process not too long ago when somebody was asking me about the success, successes at my community because we're, we're kind of known for being leading edge and innovative and those kind of things. And they said to me, you keep saying we. And I went. Well, of course it's a we. You know, I am just the visionary of it. If one of the uh, wheels, if one of those people, if one of those department heads, if one of those people, you know, like I would say on the radio show, the most important person is Jeff. (laughs) Right? Because, I mean, we wouldn't be having this show. I mean, he could hit one button wrong and you and I, we would not be able to enjoy the success of what we're doing. And I love that, that that's how you are... I draw from that. I was an All-American softball player, by the way, and I draw from that Mm -hmm. today just like it was yesterday. Just like it was yesterday because you did not show up on any team and discount five or six of the other players or judge them or judge them by the way they looked or their shape or their motivation or lack of because you were counting on them Bottom line, when that ball came, you were counting on them to know what to right. do with it, right? Yeah, and that's and that's why I feel so fortunate working with the with the little guys because 
the the earlier kids can learn those habits, the mm-hmm. better. You know, yeah. and now with with bullying and things like that being such a such an issue in our society, you know, we we start teaching them the power of their words at that very young age and teaching them to you know, respect the coach. The coach will respect them and give them that love and give them that joy. And the coach also expects that from them to give to the coach as well as all their peers. You know, and it it just amazes me how a young mind at two and a half or three really can grasp and understand all those concepts perfectly as long as they are presented in the right way and presented with love and joy. And that's, it, it, it's just, it really, it blows me away every time I see it. You know, and I've, we've, we've been going for almost eight years now and, you know, it, it still amazes me and it's just, it's so, it's so special to me. Oh, yeah. And in even your, um, and in your branding, I notice your lion is named Leo. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, And so uh, where are you, where are you located throughout the globe? Um, Yeah, we have, we have offices in Los Angeles and that's where we, that's where I started the company. Um, We have offices in Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, Denver, and Chicago. And actually just right now we are rolling out a certification program where now we are going to certify people to become Lionheart Fitness Kids coaches and they can essentially go out into their community and run their own business um, using the Lionheart name. And we're really, really excited about that just because, you know, we've had great success thus far and this is going to allow us to take that next step and have thousands of coaches nationwide and eventually worldwide and that is my, that's always been my goal with Lionheart is to have a, just a huge team of coaches that are well-trained, that are trained in early childhood development, not just teaching sports fundamentals, and also, you know, just teaching our coaches to, to give that love, give that joy, and give that confidence to the kids. It's just, that opportunity for me is amazing, and we're really excited about the future. That is wonderful. Yeah, and we need yeah. you over here in the eastern part of the United States, in Florida. I mean, yeah, more we're, balance we're, we're over coming, here. On... We're coming very soon. All right. Well, I anticipate you will be letting me know in what ways of marketing and promotion I can be of service and help you out. I'm quite I connected will. here, so let me know. That would be great. That'd be wonderful. I'd love to have what you're offering here. And am am I safe in assuming because this is your specialty and you know you know so much of the ins and outs? Is it true that in the Western states, um, those you just mentioned, and in Chicago, is it is it that are we taking more of the athletic programs out of the public school systems? Well, that is that is true. Um, A lot of we work with the we work with a lot of corporate preschools um, and other preschools nationwide, but it's especially in the elementary schools from kindergarten up, they are taking out a lot of, a lot of sports programs. So it, you know, it's obviously an opportunity for a company like mine who offers enrichment, but it's, you know, I see it as, I see it as a major issue just because as you know, sports teaches those valuable life lessons and, it's just really important, but yeah, they are they are taking cutting those programs in a lot of elementary schools. Um, but Lionheart plans on growing exponentially year after year, and we're here to fill that fill that demand. Wow, it's so. I, I just. It's fine. I just love what you're doing. And and you yeah. uh you offer soccer, baseball, basketball, flag football, track and field, volleyball, field hockey and gymnastics. Oh, can I sign up? <laughs> yeah. And we we structured it we've structured it that way too because with the young ones, the preschool age kids, 
variety is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, if they if they're just doing one activity, they get bored with it. And what we're trying to do is form those positive habits. So we want to, you know, and I really I put a lot of time in developing the curriculum, and I I structured it this way. So every five weeks we we change the sport. So the child starts with soccer, then they go baseball, basketball, track and field, volleyball, gymnastics. Um, we do field hockey, dance. Um, and by the time they by the time they get back to the first sport again, it's almost a full year before we get back to the same sport, and then it's brand new to them. So they're learning all these different fundamentals and being exposed to all these different sports and activities, but they never get bored. You know, and with our with our style of coaching, we teach our coaches to be I call it performance based coaching, but we teach them to be kind of like performers. They're like stand-up performers. They they bring so much joy and so much excitement that it doesn't matter what they're teaching, the kids want to do it. You know, and that takes them through those years, those early years where, you know, if they're just doing the same activity, they could get bored. And in their little minds, they might think, oh, I don't, I don't like sports. We want them to, we want them to obviously like sports because we know the value it brings later in life. But the structure we've created really, really helps us accomplish that goal. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have so many questions to ask you. Um, I want to tell our audience, uh, those of, of, of you that are live listening, to go on lionheartfitnesskids.com. That's lionheartfitnesskids.com. Uh, to be aware of what's happening, what uh, John and his team are offering uh, throughout the states just mentioned. And also, you may be, be moved today. You may be one of those people that you've been looking for a greater life purpose. And is there a greater purpose than serving children? That would be a real, a real strong question. <laughs> So I want to thank all of you for for listening in. I want to share with you a bit about uh, John Scarina and who he is. So you'll know who we're talking with. For the past 12 years, he's really committed himself to being completely committed to child development through fitness. And as the founder of Lionheart Fitness Kids, he's proven every aspect of the curriculum over a lifetime of experience. He has been immersed in athletics as far back as he can remember he first came to California as a member of the Anaheim Junior Ducks hockey team. After retiring, I'm sure you were what 25. Uh, after retiring, <laughs> after retiring as a player, he co-founded the San Diego Samurai Roller Hockey Organization. And over a four-year period, his teams achieved great success, winning a national championship title and a bronze medal at the AAU Junior Olympics. Well. What I like about you is it seems that everything you touch with the intention that you put behind it, using the philosophy you learned growing up, it's guaranteed to be a success. So when we come back, I would love to offer our audience um, some stories of some differences that you've seen in in Johnny and Sarah and, you know, some of the children out there and then, you know, various ways that, that you stay so committed to your to your life on purpose. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll be right back after this short break. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, 
Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention, in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. And not only a special thank you to all of you that continue to listen and support this program, Thank you for forwarding this program on social media so that other people may know about it, the different tools that we offer for people to be inspired and to be intentional. I'm talking today with John Scarina. He is the founder of a major fitness, life fitness program beyond sports. In addition to sports, he trains children through teaching philosophy and athletics how to have a life of being a lion-hearted individual. His website is lionheartfitnesskids.com. John, one of the things in, in reading your material on your website and various things is that you're very clear that through the fundamental teaching of athletics along with philosophy of a way of seeing and being with life, that's how... A team can be successful. And I understand that's that same philosophy that you use to lead your team to win a national championship. Tell us beyond the physical ability that these individuals had, what you were able to offer them. I'd love to. And for me, this was always just the way I was raised by by my parents were to use skills like visualization and positive thinking and really the importance of that. And that is one thing that in the professional ranks, um, teams put a lot of emphasis on that. They have visualization specialists that come in and walk the players through visualization and positive thinking because they realize how important that is. And for whatever reason, that is not, it's not commonly taught in, in youth sports. So when I first started coaching, um, as you mentioned, I founded the, the hockey organization in San Diego, the San Diego Samurai. My first year coaching, I was lucky enough to have a group of, a group of parents that really trusted me as a coach and really, really gave me the freedom to teach and coach as I saw fit. And I was very young, so I was I was lucky to have that experience. So the first thing I did is, and the first thing I did, because I knew how important it was for my, myself in my career, is I had the kids work on those visualization skills. Because with young kids, the successful teams, it's rarely just about physical talent. It's about that team unity and chemistry and, having the kids support each other as a, fa- as a family unit. So the first thing I did is I, 
printed out a picture of the trophy that they would win if they would if they were going to win the national championship. And this this group of kids had never won anything close to a national championship. But the first thing I did, we printed it out and we put it on the dressing room door. Every single practice and every single game, I would have the kids before the practice, I'd walk them through a visualization. So I'd have them close their eyes and imagine winning the national championship. So I had them imagine the exact score that the game was going to be. I had them imagine the smell of the arena and the crowd going bananas, (laughs) cheering for them, and just really had them buy into that concept that it was possible first off. And then before every practice, they'd go as they walked onto the ice, they'd, they'd rub the little picture of the trophy, and I'd say, give it love, except that you guys can achieve that, because you can. And we, our entire team, honestly, they just knew. They knew half, from halfway through the season on, they knew that they were going to win that national championship. They just knew it. And we, during the season, we had great success. We didn't win every game, but every every win or, win or loss, we, we learned from that experience, and we just brought it back to our end goal. So if we lost the game, that's okay. We learned from our mistakes, and just this is where we're going. And it blew me away. We actually won the game, the national championship game. We won the game by the exact score that we had visualized all year. And wow. yeah, for me, it was like, and it was just, we were playing a team that physically, honestly, was far better than us. They were, you know, they were the team to beat. Everyone thought they had blown everyone out in the tournament leading up to that game. And everyone thought we didn't stand a chance. But in that dressing room, there was not one kid who didn't believe that they were going to win it. We won the game by the exact same score. And it was just such a special experience for me and far more special than anything I had ever won, any of my own personal accomplishments, because it just proved to me the impact that we can have on kids and what they can accomplish if they believe in themselves. And for me, that's the foundation of my success and the foundation of all success, because I believe what you what you focus on and what you believe truly in your heart to to be will come to pass. And that's exactly what happened. And I know 100% positive that every single one of those kids in that on that team will take that with them and, and use that to accomplish success in their own lives. And it, it was just such a special experience. And you know, I, I never looked back. That was my first year coaching competitive sports, and I knew that, you know, sports and coaching was far more than than just athletics and fundamentals. When it's done right, you can you can help raise a generation of kids that believe in themselves and know they can accomplish anything. That That is so true. And, of course, you know, this same principle that you're talking about, with creative visualization, it can be that an individual has an image of what a relationship could be or right. the area of the countryside that they would like to live in or the kind of business that they would like to outpicture them, see themselves in. Um, there's, there's so many Absolutely. ways that we use this. And, you know, often people talk about uh, putting you know, several ideas on a poster board or something like that. But what you really align with and are teaching them very early on is it's beyond thinking. It's the feeling and the, the knowing that is already there. So you're just developing yourself. Like I like to use the idea of my dream is waiting on me to come true. So what within me right now still needs to come true. So when that arrives, I go, yeah, I accept this. So you yeah, were really I, working from from that dynamic. I'll tell you one of mine uh, before we then get into the other elements of yours that you'll appreciate because yeah. being an athlete, um, when I started playing softball 10 or 11 years old, instinctively I knew to walk that 
the outer perimeters of that field. I knew to do that. There weren't creative mm-hmm. visualization books out then, but I knew to do that. And as I did that, the field became smaller and I, I had a grasp on it. You know, it was no longer big. It was no longer large. It was no, I can't hit the ball out of the, out of the fence. And I hit the ball out of the fence all the time. Yeah. So, and I still today, um, some now, um, 40 years later, I walk the parameter of a sanctuary, a thousand seat hotel room, wherever I'm speaking, wherever I've been, all over different countries. I walk the parameter of that space and it becomes smaller. And it has just been one of the most uh, powerful things that I've ever done in my life because there's such a level of relatability. People that sit far back in a 1,600, 3,000-seated stadium feel like I'm talking to them. And it's more than just verbal or nonverbal skills. It's because that field is small to me, not big. You know what I mean? So I thought you would enjoy that. No, that's that's amazing, and and that's it. It's all for me anyway. I I I just I I'm so strong on this. It's all about that belief, you know, mm-hmm. and and that connection because it's it's just it, it's just for me. I've I've proven it a thousand times in my own life that you know, and like you said, your your dream is waiting on you. I I believe that a hundred percent because. You know, you have to vibrate at the at the level of success you want to be. So before before you can achieve something or accomplish something, I believe you have to be that. And then it is it's just it's like breathing. It's completely natural. You know, the work that you put in is is for me the work that needs to be put in is bringing yourself to that level. And then once you've achieved that, you you know, for me in my life, I've, I've seen this many times where it's kind of like I've worked so hard to achieve something, and then then when you do achieve it, it's like, oh, you know, that that was easy. And it's in why I think that is the case is because you've been, you've had to vibrate at that level before you can realize the success. So Absolutely. You've, been, you've been in that vibration you know, for some time, and then it's just natural the you know the success that you that you work for. So, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I was asked um, many times, and you and I were making a reference to this during our during our little commercial break. Um, I was asked um, five or six years ago uh, when I was interviewed on Lifetime Television. Let's talk about self esteem. Is it nature? Or is it nurture? And, you know, the answer would be it's both. It's nature in that we are all, I mean, look at a baby insisting upon, I want my food right now. (laughs) You know, there is esteem. I mean, we are born with a lion-hearted level of esteem. And yet the mirroring that we see, uh, the reflection of our parenting or lack of in whatever way, then also, nurturing can create the space that will wake it up again, uh, bring it back, expand it, and and so you're you're touching both of those realms in in what you're doing um, for the kids. Um, John, give us a, a story or two about uh, how you've seen the difference, and and then again, that would be a, a you know a three day show, but. Yeah, because we know there's many. But give us an example uh, for those wannabe coaches out there that need to hear this, so they can call your number today. Tell us a story or two. Yeah, one of the, and I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought this up because that's one thing that I, that I always tell my coaches is, you know, you hear, you hear from your coaches now and then that this class was a good class or you know, this day was a good day from a coaching perspective. But I try to teach them that, you know, it's kids are naturally good at heart. I mean, all of us are good at heart, you know, and it's you never, never judge a child because you never know where they come from. You never know their background, what their, what their parents, how they treat them. It's just you don't know that. So one thing that I always 
really enjoyed as a coach when I was coaching competitive hockey was you'd always hear at the start of the season, you'd have a new group of kids come in. And you'd always hear from the other parents, there'd always be one or two kids that all the other parents would say, oh, you've got to watch out for this kid. He's a, quote, bad kid. You know, and I was always, I'd love to hear that because I I knew that any child that acts out or acts, quote, bad is a lot of times, number one, misunderstood, or that is a momentum that they've carried with them from, you know, classroom to classroom. The teachers hear, oh, Jimmy is a bad child, you know, and they carry that with them. And, you know, for me, there's nothing more powerful than breaking a child from that from that kind of mentality or energy. So when when I'd have kids like that, immediately I would give them, you know, all the love and all the encouragement I possibly could right from the beginning. And 100% of the time, it was always the case that when they first got that encouragement, they'd almost have a look of shock or surprise on their face. You know, because they'd been used to being yelled at at home, being yelled at by their teachers, by their other coaches, and it really was that simple. You know, and and I tell all my coaches, never judge. You want you give of yourself to these kids, and just see the reaction, see the response to that. And it 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 worked one hundred percent of the time, where I just would give those kids that love and that that attention and responsibility as well. I'd give them responsibility where, you know, they would be in charge of taking attendance or they would be in charge of, you know, picking up the pucks after, after, after the game. It's just, that was just such an amazing thing for me just to, just to see that. And, you know, it, it happened. I could give you a hundred stories. It happened countless times every single season. I'd have a new kid that was the bad kid who, you know, when you gave them that love and that encouragement and that support and help them believe that they can accomplish. Because I think that is a big, a big issue when it's someone, when a child doesn't believe in themselves and doesn't believe that they are, they have worth, that's when they start to go the other way and act out and do things to get attention because they don't believe you know, they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that they will have success. So acting up gives them that attention. So that was one of the, that's one of the things that has always been, always been special about coaching for me, being able to help these kids that were, quote, bad kids turn that around. And, you know, hopefully they all go on to be successful in, in, in their lives. Well, more often than not, it's not that kids are bad. There were people with bad information that were dealing with them. And that's exactly. it's the same thing within, um, you know, with animals, too. I always right. tell somebody, if you're dating somebody and you're trying to be sure that they are the right person to live with for the rest of your life through better, for worse, for everything... Invite them to be with a kid and an animal, and if the if both resist, run as fast and hard as you can. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that. They can read. They can read right through both of that that stuff, that facade, all the things that aren't real, that are pretentious, and I love that. And we do see that. As I've been an activist for as long as I've been alive but i can see that you know with animals you know if you go to one of the theme parks in orlando they'll have these tremendous animals performing and and people are just captivated you know dogs Mm -hmm. are getting in cars uh answering the phone cats are going across tight ropes i mean and all this stuff and they go oh ladies and gentlemen every one of these animals you know we're going to be um killed because uh, I don't call it put to sleep because they don't wake up, but they were going to be yeah. killed because they had behavior issues. And yeah. that's what happens with so many, many children. Um, we don't, we don't kill them physically. We kill their spirit though. Right. Because we right. have, we have people that are, will just not own up to the fact that they don't know what they do are doing and they use kids for practice. And it's not right. okay um, because exactly. it, you know people will spend more time trying to put a, a put a, a mail order 
a piece of equipment together and read the instructions of that, they'll spend more time on that. Then they'll get just a little bit of information about how to truly allow children to raise you. And it just, it's about, it just, yeah, it's such right. a, it, you hit a button, pop. I mean, you really did because it's so true. It's so yeah, true. And that's, that's the, re, that's the, you know, the, the opportunity that we as, as coaches and mentors and teachers have is these kids look up to you. So you have that advantage. If you, you know, if you treat them with respect and love and joy, you can, Honestly, you can create an environment for them when they're there for their one or two hours a day at practice and games. You can create an environment for them that that they may or may not get at home. And if you create that environment and they're not getting that at home, they see the contrast. People, we're all our own spirit and our own individual. So a child, no matter how young, can see the contrast. So it can show them that there is another way, you know. So if they are getting, you know, if they are getting verbally or, God forbid, physically abused at home or whatever the case may be, you know, if you can, as a as a coach, create that environment of of family with the team and respect, respect for one or another, respect for themselves, respect for each other, for the coach, if you create that environment, you you can you can change lives. That's all there is to it. You really can change lives with this, and it's it's an honor to do it. And you know, with with Lionheart, that's why it's just it's so exciting to me. Is how the bigger we get, for me, it's not about financial gain or anything like that. The bigger Lionheart gets, the more coaches we have out there, the more lives we can touch. We are right now. We're putting together a a dance tour. It's it's called the Lionheart the Lionheart Love Project. So bullying is a is a huge a huge issue in elementary schools. So we are putting together a and I don't call it an anti bullying um, performance because I really believe in taking the positive. So this right. this is an an empowerment tour. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing is we have a group of, of young hip-hop cool dancers that all kids are going to look up to. And we're putting on a we're, – we're, we've already created a performance that is going to show kids the effects of bullying. So it's going to follow one child maybe getting verbally or physically abused at home. That child comes to school and bullies his classmates. And then it shows how those words affect differently each child one child might go home and create a whole set of self-esteem issues and it's just we want to show kids the effects and the power of their words because words are powerful but then at the same time we want to we want to show kids that the number one way to combat bullying is self-love and self-belief and self-empowerment because if you believe in yourself and you love yourself then no words can affect you. Anything anyone says to you, that has no power when you do have that self-love. So that's what this tour is about, is to, you know, empower kids, make them feel strong about themselves, make them feel that they can accomplish anything. So it it goes hand-in-hand with the Lionheart sports program that we're teaching, but this is more geared towards elementary schools. So... We're doing our first performance with this in in Los Angeles in a couple elementary schools in September. And then our goal with that is to have that travel, this dance tour travel nationwide and go to elementary schools and put on put on these performances. So we're really we're really excited about that as well. Hello. Are you going to John be looking for when you do travel to different cities? Are you also going to maximize the fact that you're there and look for those core areas that you could also look at launching another Lionheart fitness program? 
Well, the the future of Lionheart now, we're we're not looking to open up any any more offices. Okay. Now with the certific certification program, we are going to travel around. We're, we have a we have master trainers who will travel to cities all over the U.S. and do master training so people can get certified and essentially run their own business. So we're giving them all the tools to run their own business. We're going to teach them the Lionheart curriculum. We give them a, a website with a profile. We give them, you know, the ability to take registration payments so they can start their own classes, take registration payments right through their own their their website. They were giving them all the tools and business building resources that we've used to become successful, um, awards, templates, flyers, just everything that we've used to be successful. We're giving this with our certification. So, you know, that is for us, we're not going to open our own territories and hire coaches sure. anymore. We're going to certify coaches where they can run their own businesses and really you know, just be successful themselves empowering kids. Yeah, and that's a that's a great that's a great model to use yeah. and a way to uh uh replicate yourself with the least amount of, you know, work, uh expenditures, budget and all those things. And that so much of that doesn't wind up taking over the original intention of what you wanted to do, but when you're going around and you're you're doing the dances, um, at that same time, are you also going to be seeking to find some coaches that want to become certified? I mean, I would imagine you would be tying both those concepts together, right? Yeah, we are. It, it, it really is a it, it's a different it's a different demographic. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not it's they're they're separate programs or projects but the certification program will be will be traveling in the in the same cities that the dance tour travels in that's so wonderful we, we, yeah we're gonna we're gonna try and hit um all the major cities in the united states it probably won't happen in our first year but by by year two we we hope to hit every major city in each in each state across the united states well, I'm going to be looking forward to you giving us a heads up, so we'll know about it, please. Okay. I will. I will. Yeah, and you can actually, you're certainly welcome to use our facility if we see 400. So you're certainly welcome. We would donate that for okay. you for you to do Thank what you you're so doing. Much. Yeah, I, absolutely. I appreciate that. Yep. So you can count on us. We're in. So. It's just at, we will be here to serve you. We just need to pick a date because we book out three to four months in advance. So, yep, you can awesome. count on us as being one Thank of your you. your places, okay? I, I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Absolutely. So um, what are some of the things that, that we we want people to know right now? First of all, within the... In the, I don't want to say meat of the show because I'm vegetarian. Within our time together oh, on this my. show, we have, you know, we have, uh, we've also done some, some good teaching of, you know, get the information, know what you're doing when you're into either nature or nurture with children. You know, get the information, spend more time, learn how to create self-esteem and assertiveness with kids just through everyday conversation. Um, we, we often, um, we, we raise children to be codependent and look for approval. Um, I know that's how we were raised on the allowance system. You know, mm -hmm. did you make your bed? Yes. Okay, well, you made mommy proud today. Let me reward you. Instead of, did you make your bed today? Yes. Wonderful. I bet that makes you feel good about yourself. You know, right. there are just, there's so much out there that are just little simple things for people to invest their time, their talent, and their energy um, that can continue to create those lion heart and hearted type children. Your website is lionheartfitnesskids.com. Please, everyone listening, and forward it over to anyone that you know that has kids or people that are in athletics or your coaches and people that you know in your local areas. 
and let's spread this. Let's spread this. Let's put some lion-hearted fire to it and make people aware that it's available because it's it's tried, it's true, it works um, with all the differences that John has been telling you. Now, John, we have just a couple of minutes left. What is it that is that burning conversation that you want us to know? (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've got a lot of it out. But one thing that I, a question that I always get from parents is, you know, they always ask how, you know, my, my child doesn't, Maybe they don't like sports or they don't like doing this or doing that. And they always ask me how to get their child to to do what they want them to do or to get involved or to participate. And for me, it's, it's so, so simple. And it's just joy. That's it. I mean, and, and that is so important for any parents out there who are trying to, you know, get their children to participate or... Um, you know, just become more active in a certain activity, and it's just making it fun. So whatever the activity is, you want to make it fun. You want to make it enjoyable, and then it's that positive reinforcement. And like you said, they're not good kids because they do it or bad kids because they don't do it. What you want to do is make them enjoy it, make them feel good about themselves, and that alone will make a child want to participate. Because a lot of times kids won't do something just because they're timid or they're, they think they may not be good at it or, you know, they just, they're scared to, scared to try. You know, so for all the parents listening out there, if there's any activity, whether it's cleaning your room or getting in an after-school program or trying out for the soccer team, just make it fun. Give them that encouragement give them that love, help them to believe in themselves and help them to see that it's not about, it really is not about winning or losing. It's about giving all of your energy and all of your focus to something. And that will, that will serve them well in life. So that's something that a question I get a lot from parents. So I wanted to, I wanted to mention that. I love that. I love that. And that that's what I, I say all the time here. We get what we bring. Yeah, if we bring right. an attitude, we get attitude back. If we if we if we show up at a at a place of job to get the check, that's what we get. We just get paid. We don't get rewarded. You know, whatever we bring is whatever we get. If we give over and beyond the call of duty, then the something greater is going to find us. So we can give, um, you know, if people just could get that one little thing. <laughs> yeah. Instead of being another, yet another taker, you know, on the planet, I came and I'm entitled and I'm going to show up and take my two 10 minute breaks and I'm expecting all these great things for you. Good luck with that. You'll get a 30 year pen and you'll be old by the time you're 30. I love what you're doing. Love what you're about. Thank you, John Scarina. I am counting on hearing from you in the future that we can have you here at First Unity uh, Campus and right in the heart of St. Petersburg. And for those of you that are listening, um, you like these conversations, thank you. Please join us at firstunity.org or visit my website at templehays.com. Many blessings to you on this incredible, amazing journey that we call life. Thank you, John. The best to you. Thanks for being on our show today. Thank you so much. It really was a lot of fun, and it was a real pleasure, so thank you. Bless you. Keep doing what you're doing. You too. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org.
At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Reverend Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. There is a story about a man who died and found himself at the gates of heaven. The gatekeeper offered to give him a tour. First he took him to hell. The man saw tables laden with a sumptuous banquet. This can't be hell, he said. Look at all this wonderful food. But as he looked closer, he noticed that all the people were weak and emaciated. They'd been given three-foot-long forks and they couldn't get the food to their mouths. Then the gatekeeper took the man to heaven. Tables there were also piled high with a variety of wonderful foods. The people had also been given three-foot-long forks, but looked happy and well-fed because they were feeding each other. The point of this story is obvious. Life is more enjoyable when we help one another. Changing your thoughts and actions can result in positive changes in you and the world around you. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? 
Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.